first we have uh, Andrew Bosworth, aka Boz. Um, 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 hey, Boz. Uh, you know, and I'll give you folks a detailed introduction about him. But uh, he's head of the Facebook AR VR, and uh, probably the person I've learned from the most when it comes to management and product. So, Boz, uh, we're gonna have super lots of fun with you. And then we have somebody also incredibly special. Uh, uh, Fiji Simo, the head of Facebook app, and probably also the person I've learned some of the most from uh, over the last 10 years on product. We're going to have lots of on the Fiji. Fiji, welcome. Hi. Hi, hi. Um, and then uh, we have, uh, you know, the one and only uh, Mark Zuckerberg, founder and CEO of Facebook. Mark, welcome to the show. Hey. I used, hey, to, be glad, glad to, I used to be the headliner here. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I would say Boz is the headliner. Uh, so yeah. I know Mark can only stay a few minutes. So Mark, uh, I want to ask you just about Facebook, AR, VR, and in just a second. But here's a question I want to get to you first, which I don't think I've ever gotten before. So up here, you have three people, Boz, Fiji, and Mark, and Jason, that you've worked with for over 10 years. What is your favorite slash most <laughs> surprising thing about, about working with each one of them? <laughs> Favorite and most frightening? <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. No. I, I don't know. Um, well, I mean, we'd be here for a while going through this. I mean, um, I, I mean, the, the thing that I that I appreciate about all of them, I, I think that they, they all have quite good taste in, in technology and products and, and things to build. Um, and, you know, they're, they're all prolific in terms of just being able to um, you know, drive a ton of stuff and, and be able to get, get a ton of different things done, um, which, which I, I, I appreciate. And um, I don't know, they're, they're also funny and have a good sense of humor, which I think is, is important because, you know, life is pretty serious. I do think people underestimate the degree to which humor is important in our roles. Obviously, you take the serious stuff really seriously, but you just can't keep, it's relentless. You can't keep doing it if you're not having fun. Um, sorry, boss. You have something? No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think we're all gonna pick up shock here. Um, okay. So, Mark, uh, I know you're run soon, but you know we're gonna be spending the rest of the evening talking about uh, you know AR and VR. Um, I know VR is something you're really excited in. Just would be curious for you know for the thousands here and you know all the folks outside listening. What do you? What are your thoughts on the progress we're making in VR? And you know what we're seeing and what you see coming over the next few years. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the progress is is steady, um, and and I'm 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 proud of what the team is doing. It's um, you know there's a, there's a lot of foundational technologies to build. So just to back up, you know what what augmented and virtual reality are really all about is delivering this sense of presence, right? This feeling like you're really there with another person or that you're in another place, right? The ability to teleport without actually having to travel or commute. And, and it's, it's going to be, it's, it's a special experience that no other computing platform can deliver, right? Phones don't do that. Um, TVs and computers don't do that. You don't actually feel like you're in another place. You can, you know, you can, you can watch a video or something and you're, you're, you can, brain tries to kind of trick you and tell you that you're in another place, but you don't actually feel like you are. So the question is, what are all the technologies that help deliver um, that kind of sense of presence. And, you know, obviously there's, you know, getting, um, 
you know, all the, the graphics and the visual systems to really kind of feel like you're immersed in a space. Um, there's, you know, a lot of, a, a long kind of path of technology that um, needs to get done to uh, kind of get that to be as, as realistic as you would want on VR. And then AR obviously is a whole nother game on top of that because um, you're not just kind of, you don't get to control the whole display you're trying to put stuff into the into the physical world around you um and in order for ar to work it has this additional challenge that vr doesn't which is that you know if people are going to be wearing this around during the day it needs to fit into a, a pretty small form factor like normal looking glasses so now you have the challenge of delivering you know all this technology to create this sense of presence this kind of immersive um experience but doing it in you know maybe a normal kind of thick-rimmed pair of glasses um which means that um, you're, you're basically taking a lot of technology that doesn't even exist yet and miniaturizing it down so that it fits in like, you know, a few millimeters thick. Um, and, and, and kind of that can, can work on, on a device all day long with battery. So it's, um, so this is a long, a, a long kind of path that, that we're investing in to, um, to, to try to deliver this. And that's why we set up, you know, Facebook reality labs and, you know, Boz, um, you know, is one, one of the people who I've, I've basically relied on to build a lot of the important stuff at Facebook over the years. I mean, you guys all probably know this, but, you know, he was you know, one of the first people on the team that built the original news feed. Um, you know, he's built a lot of our, our products, our early messaging work. You know, when you know, after our IPO, when people had questions about our business, I asked him to go run our ads team um, to, to get that sorted out. So, you know, then when, when I basically, you know, decided that this was going to be a huge focus for the next 10 years for the company, I was like, all right, who, 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 who do I want to run this? So, you know, Boz has built up this whole program and we're, um, and we're really just taking a long-term approach towards it, towards the science of building all the foundational technologies. Um, you know, we have, we have a product roadmap that goes out, you know, four or five years at a time in terms of the devices that we, we, we have a plan of for what we're going to be shipping. Um, and what I'd say in terms of how it's going is that Quest 2 has really been a breakout. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of the devices so far have gone uh, well and have given kind of a glimpse of what the future is going to be. And, um, and, and Quest 2 is going to be, you know, it's the first device that's really bringing VR to the mainstream. So I think that's exciting. Um, you know, people love it. The team achieved a really, um, you know, it's a, it's a good form factor, but it's also affordable at $300. Um, and developers are, are, are um, you know, having a lot of success. I mean, Baz, what are we up to now? It's you know, 60 titles that have made more than more than a million dollars. Yeah, um, and it's, a, it's incredible because it's, it's you know it's a, like a third of the apps in the store at this point, and and uh, and there's you know quite a few titles that have made over 10 million now, and uh, and so that's one of the things we're trying to expand, getting more apps accessible. We just launched App Lab to do that. Um, it's just been it's been incredible. I mean, one thing that's really interesting about this is uh, is it's fun to it's fun to work with Mark on uh, such a green field again. Uh, you know, Mark and I obviously early on on Facebook did this all the time with newsfeed or things that, that didn't exist at the time, um, and then ads was a much more mature phase of the business. And this is just so out there. It's uh, it's something completely different. It's kind of a, it feels like a return to the roots for for me and, and working closely with Mark on it. Yeah, so I, I guess one question I wanted to ask uh, Mark was, uh, any of you, uh, what are your favorite games that you're playing now on, on the VR side of things? Dude, Mark loves playing VR games. Mark, you should, you should answer this. You play more than anybody <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, so I love the multiplayer games. You know, I'm, I'm in it for the social experience. You know, not, not surprising. Although, although I have to say, 
you know, the, the, the real long-term thing on VR and AR is, you know, I, I kind of remember when I was in like middle school, um, you know, science class, just sketching in my notebook, these like experiences that I wanted to go build. And there were kind of these 3d immersive experiences. So a lot of, you know, what, what I, I'm excited about doing in, in VR and AR is actually building the platform where we can finally build some of these social and, and, and other experiences that, you know, I've, I've literally been thinking about since I was a kid, since before I even started Facebook. But, you know, for, um, for, for this, I mean, my favorite games right now, um, you know, I think it, it depends on what you're in the mood for, you know, Beat Saber is obviously a classic, the multiplayer that the team added, um, I think is quite good. Um, I find Arizona Sunshine and like a little a little zombie apocalypse um, to be uh, a relaxing way to unwind after a tough day of work. Um, you know, I think Onward is is uh, is. You know, I think um, Dante and the team did a really nice job with that. It's a it's a great it's like a military simulator, but you know you don't there's no radar or anything, so you don't have um, you know it doesn't basically it doesn't it doesn't. The only way that you know where the people on your team are or where the hostels are is basically by communicating over over radio with with your team. Um, so that I find a really fun one. Um, I don't know if you're if you're not into shooters, I think Echo Arena um, is really good. It's basically like um, I don't know how many of you all read Ender's Game, um, I did, but yeah. you know you, you you had that they had that game that they played where they. Um, you know, kind of went into the zero yeah. gravity yeah. zone and, and kind of played, you know, it was like almost like a 3D um, Frisbee type game. First um, game. It's so cool. That's great. Yeah, so, so Echo VR, I think, is quite good. A lot of fun. I go for more like puzzle games. I like, uh, I like Cubism and uh, Tetris Effect. I actually, wear, I usually play the games a lot more when I'm like trying to chill out. You know, obviously, uh, we're all zooming all day. Uh, I'm in VR, a decent chunk of my day, as you can imagine. I got young kids. So when I get a minute, man, I love to just Tetris Effect is almost like uh, a meditative experience for me. I, I really, it's kind of in my, my go-to. I keep coming back to it. And uh, Pistol Whip, don't skip leg day. Yeah. Also, I, 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 one, one plug for Keep Talking and No One Explodes, which is a great party game, where you basically have one person in VR who is um, trying to, who basically, they have all these puzzles and you have to solve the puzzles within five minutes or else the bomb goes off. And, um, and, and basically you have your friends who are not in VR in the room around you, um, who you basically have to describe the puzzles to, and they have to go online um, and, and, and basically find the, the solution to the puzzles um, on, on the, the URL bombmanual.com or bombmanual.net. Every time I type that in, I feel like the FBI is going to come raid my house or something. But, um, uh, but it's um it's it's pretty hilarious because I mean you see like the person who's in VR is just like getting freaked out and, and and like agitated at their friends for taking too long to help them solve the puzzle and then like the thing explodes and you're in there and it's like oh come on but it's um but that's a pretty fun one if you only have one headset. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's very good. Mark. Not kidding. You do play quite a bit. That's pretty. That's a pretty comprehensive list. Um, I have a kind of a different question. Um, this is like a slight change in like the topics here. But, you know, Mark, internally, you talk a lot about remote work and how it's affected people and COVID, just how this last year has been. What can you share externally about just this year and what your thoughts are on just remote work and everyone working from home? Um, you know, it's in some ways, it's gone better than I would have expected. And I've been impressed 
not only have the, the Facebook team, but I think probably have most of the industry just to adapt it overnight. But mm-hmm. you know, in some ways, it's a weird experiment because, um, you know, a lot of people have kids at home and, you know, because everyone is working remotely, it's not quite the same as it's going to be when some people are back in the offices. Um, so I, it's, it's a little hard to extrapolate from, from where we are now. And yeah. what I can tell you is that it's something that I've been optimistic about for a while. So I think this year has been a forcing function to make me want to, um, just accelerate that. And, you know, I announced earlier in the year that, um, that we're, we, I, I expect that, you know, by the end of this decade, we're probably going to be 50% remote as, as a company. Um, you know, just because there, there's, I think increasingly no reason for us to tie our uh, recruiting and hiring to um, just a small number of cities where we have offices, especially when most people aren't even going into offices. It just kind of doesn't make sense right now. Um, But, you know, long term, I think one of the things that I'm excited about with with VR and AR is I I do think that you're going to get this ability through the sense of presence. One of the things that that's going to unlock is the ability to live basically wherever you want and be present in another place and really feel like you're there. And, um, you know, I do, I've done some meetings in, in VR, um, you know, obviously a lot over, over zoom and, and, and video conference. And, you know, what I can say is that the VR meetings in a lot of ways, it's, um, it's still a pretty basic experience, right? The avatars are more basic, you know, because you don't have eye tracking in the devices yet. Um, that'll they're, come. They're getting there, Mark. They're getting there. I promise. We're working on it. <laughs> they're getting there. Yeah, but you know, it's tough to do kind of full, full, you know, eye contact without having eye tracking in the devices. So that'll be, you know, a future device. Um, but there are some things about it that are already better than what you could get on a on a VC call today. Um, you know, so for example, spatial audio. Right. It's, it turns out that, you know, a lot of the ways that people process and, and remember things is, um, you know, you're sitting around in, in a circle or, you know, some room with people and you have a shared sense of space. Right? If I'm sitting next to Fiji, then that means Fiji's also sitting next to me. And we kind of have that shared sense of space. And if she is sitting to my left and if she speaks, then that sound is coming to me from the left, not kind of straight on from a screen. And, you know, a lot of and that that all these things. Right, kind of the the audio um, and, and the the kind of shared um, kind of visual experience um, is is how we perceive and remember things. So, you know, one of the things that I found is when I do meetings in VR, um, I actually find it easier to remember kind of what happened in the discussion. You know, whereas all the Zoom calls and all that, it all you know, it's it's, it's a very kind of amorphous, undefined um, sense of space that's not natural for people, mm-hmm. and um, and I think it it's actually kind of hard to process and remember, um, you know, who said what, because you, where were they sitting? It's like, I don't know, you know, it's, it's, um, yeah. so, so I think that there is going to be something that's very powerful, um, about remote presence in VR and AR. And that's gonna, I think not only be, um, a more productive experience in a lot of ways, but it's going to unlock a lot of economic opportunity because people are going to be able to live wherever they want and, and increasingly work wherever they want and kind of teleport into places. Um, and I'm also pretty optimistic about the impact on um, on, on, on the climate, right, and, and reducing uh, the amount of commuting and travel that people have to do. You know, it's, um, you know, I, I think the, the advances in, um, you know, in electric cars and, and reducing emissions from all that are, are, are really great and exciting. But 
you know, one of the things that I always tell our team is it's like, all right, come on, it's 2021. It's easier to move, you know, bits around than atoms. So, you know, we should be teleporting more than we are actually physically transporting our, our, ourselves to different places as much as possible. And, you know, obviously the VR and AR type of stuff is going to um, enable that a lot more. So, I don't, know if, I don't know if you remember this, Mark, but when you first uh, started talking to me about, um, you know, the Facebook Reality Labs work, this is like what I wrote. I was like, yeah, I mean, our cities are wildly inefficient. We, we pay, especially in the Bay Area, a ton of money to have real estate that's empty all day while we're at work. And our company pays a ton of money to have real estate that's empty all night while we're <laughs> at home. Uh, and we're all fighting traffic for two hours a day to get between those places. It's wildly inefficient. And if you expand it to the global scale, think of all the talent. We know that we're lucky. We know that, that there's people out there who are as talented or more talented than we are, but they didn't have access to geographic mobility. They couldn't leave their support structures. They couldn't, uh, or they, they were part of someone else's support structure. You know, Raj Chetty's work at Stanford, now at Harvard, where, like, since geographic mobility is down, economic mobility is down. And the only reason for that, I swear to God, is because humans are so wired for facial expressions and face-to-face -face contact that all that economic inefficiency on a global scale is actually justified today. And VR is the first technology I've seen that seems like it could close the gap. The, the push from the pandemic has made it clear that it's not the only one. Obviously, a high-res, you know, portal, 4K to 4K kind of connection is great for one-on-one. -on -one. For multi-person chats, though, VR has the glimmer of a thing that could break through that morass and completely change how we think about cities and population density and a bunch of other things and take more advantage of all the talent around the world and more evenly distribute the fruits of labor all around the world. Uh, I think it's just, that's, that's literally why I took this job. I wrote, Mark was like, asking me about it and I was trying to think through why it was so important to me and that's what I came up with. Yeah, all right, guys, this is, uh, this yep. is fun, but I did promise Priscilla that I was going to be on here for five minutes. So <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Got, got to listen to the boss. Got to listen to the boss. All right, um, uh, well, let's, we'll do another one of these another night that um, where we can we can cover the stuff um, in a bit more detail, but, but I hope you all have fun and, and good night. Yeah, thanks, thank Mark. You so thank you for showing up. Thanks so much. Thank can, you, I uh, just, can I just say I'm so glad Mark showed up because yeah. <laughs> saying what he said. There's going to be a special, special guest when I told him I would crash Buzz's interview and everybody assumed it would be Mark and that would have been the biggest disappointment if Mark didn't have no, no, it. Mean, it was just me. So no. I'm so no, no, no. Uh, you know what? Okay. Can, can I respond to that? Can I respond to that? Um, and I promise no, you, don't. You, get, no, you don't no, get to no, respond. No, no it, it's all true. So just move on. No, it's my show. It's my show. I told Fiji this, and Fiji can back up. I actually told this is Arthi's show. This, hold yeah, on, this is not your show. This is Arthi's show. Uh, <laughs> okay, Fiji. I wanted to ask you the same, similar-ish question. Um, you know, I think for FB app or for Facebook itself overall, what's been hard through the COVID time, through the last remote year of just remote work, and what have you seen? So. On, on remote work in particular, you know, the thing that we still have to figure out is how we maintain culture through this time. And I think, you know, everything that the guys have said on, on VR makes a ton of sense. And I think there's a lot of potential there. But the thing we haven't cracked yet is really how do we continue taking a culture that, you know, we've very much developed in a world where we were all in the same buildings and start adapting it to a world where we're going to have people all over the place. Mm -hmm. And I think we 
we haven't totally had to solve for that in the last year because yeah. we could rely on a lot of like you know people being together uh, and having um uh, having a lot of shared culture already but for the new people it's been i think challenging and we're still trying to find ways to uh do onboarding in a better way and then you asked for, for the facebook app you know I think the thing that we've seen is just uh, during this time, a ton of trends that we would have anticipated to take years have been just accelerated in a matter of months. And for us, it's been trends like, you know, groups obviously becoming a lot bigger uh, and people relying on these communities in times of crisis way more than they did in the past uh entertainment and especially live entertainment growing extremely fast because people are just craving escapism uh and you know boss can talk about gaming as well because that that's definitely across both of our worlds but we've seen that really take off so uh a lot of these trends are just massively accelerated and we've we've had to keep pace with that uh and um and really adapt our roadmaps really fast yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I, I, you know, we've seen a lot of this too. It's just, you know, the pace of which uh, we've been able to adapt, I think is like just quite something. And uh, I think, you know, just through the last year, uh, yeah, uh, people have had like very, very different experiences through the pandemic. Like I'm, I'm talking about just employees working, right? And uh, I just feel like there's just a, we've just been able to come together in ways that we could not have fathomed. Uh, to be able to still like deliver and do the best that we can. So it's really fun to go see that and just you being able to lead a lot of that and see that from your viewpoint. Um, so Boz, you know, since uh, uh, since our previous guest kind of got us on the uh, VR, AR uh, topic, you know, I want to get to some of the Facebook culture stuff and culture with both you and Fiji in the second half. Um, you know, I'm curious to get your take. Right. Um, you know, what do you think about, you know, just how do you see the next, you know, five to 10 years of virtual reality? And also, how do you see VR versus AR? Because I think that's also a really interesting discussion. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, VR, we're at the elbow. It's fun for me to be at that point. I recognize it. I think those of us who've been in the industry a while have learned to recognize it. Um, and you just see that nice curve shape. There's a long way to go. We're dealing with atoms, not bits, so you don't get those internet-like uh, yeah. curves. But we're pretty damn good. And it's just, honestly, it's a, I, before Quest 2 launched, I knew it. We all knew it. That product is fun. <laughs> it's, it's a technical achievement to get it to the price that it is. And the dev community is now rallying around it. It's, and it's just all hitting really well. So VR, for me, feels poised to go mainstream. And I think one of the keys to that is it's not just gaming, but moving beyond gaming. You look at the growth now of Supernatural, of Fit XR. You know, we're trying to support those with things like Oculus Move. Um, if you look at, like, like, like what Mark said, we're starting to play with these ideas of, of workspaces and just and look, pure social spaces are doing well, too. VR chat, rec room. Um, and so... What you're seeing is after successfully kind of establishing itself in a niche, now it's getting the enthusiasm. We're on the upward spiral, not just of adoption, but of developer interest. And it's the roadmaps are exciting. We have so long, we're at the very early stages. And so I can see all the pieces that are going to come into play over the next four, five, six years. They're going to make it even better, even more useful. So VR just feels like it's over the hump. Still a ton of work to do to actually push it up that hill, but it's on that trajectory now. AR is just the goddamn hardest thing. It's so hard. It's really going to be awesome. It's going to be everything we imagined. It's going to take a while. Um, 
the references for, for AR, honestly, you have to go back, and I'm inspired by our chief scientist, Michael Abrash, on this. You have to go back to Xerox Park, to MIT, to Berkeley. You have to go back to the Media Lab. You have to go back to these places where they were first trying to figure out how to connect man to machine, how to get intentions from my brain into the thing. And by the way, we ended up on the keyboard and mouse. Those aren't great. Like, they're good, but like keyboard and mouse, they're relatively low bandwidth. Uh, and then you got to figure out how to get the information back into my brain, which is a screen right now. We've been on that paradigm since then, since the 60s. Uh, phones are just the latest thing in, a, in that paradigm. So for me, uh, I, I think AR is not just, okay, the technology is hard. Sure. How do you get the photons to do what you want to do? Honestly, we're...